Welcome to Classic Reviews, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 5, Episode 7, Space Jam, uh, the original from 1996. Although according to this it says release date 21st of March 1997 for the United Kingdom, for, for the UK. So apparently we uh, apparently we got it slightly later. I don't remember if that's true or not but that's what I'm looking up from Google. Uh, yeah, Space Jam, um, Michael Jordan, uh, Basketball, Looney Tunes, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, there has since been a Looney Tunes, uh, I think it was called A New Legacy, released. Um, there probably should be a review of that film on this on the website by the time this gets uploaded. Because it's, it's the 21st of July today and this episode is going to go out, this, this Classic Reviews episode. Is going to go out in a, at about uh, December, January ish uh, of twenty twenty one slash twenty two. So yeah, I've probably already reviewed the second Space Jam film. Although as of right now, as of recording this right now, I haven't seen it. I plan to do that in a couple of days' time. Um, I think this film is fine. Um, <laughs> like I I remember watching this when I was a bit younger. I don't remember how old specifically and I remember kind of enjoying it I used to think the Looney Tunes were quite cool I still like the Looney Tunes I still think they're a unique set of characters um and there there's something that I think is very important to Warner Brothers but this film is just fine um which I found kind of annoying to to come to that conclusion after I, I think this is the first time I've rewatched this film. I don't remember seeing it more than once before, but I've definitely seen it at least once before. Like I said, at, when I was uh, a lot younger and stuff. Um, it's very very short. I mean, it says an hour and twenty three minutes, but you basically get to the credits at about an hour fifteen, so it's just over an hour long. There's just not a lot here, really. Um, I mean. So what do you have? You you you've got Michael Jordan. You start off with him very young, and he has that you know late night thing with his dad and plays basketball and he's telling him about his dreams and his his dad saying you can do whatever you want and all this kind of stuff, uh, which I did found to, found to be a good opening actually, but then it's kind of I I, I think this film's got some structure problems, uh, and obviously you know it's from nineteen ninety six so it's not exactly new, um. Which I, I would have been around about two when this came out. So just a note on that. I was born in uh, 94. Um, I haven't really got any nostalgia for the Looney Tunes or this film per se. I know I kind of said that I saw it when I was younger. But I kind of saw this after I discovered all my nostalgia. So all the sort of uh, all the sort of Toy Story and Crash Bandicoot and Spider-Man stuff from my uh, childhood. I, I, I'd already experienced all that. And in terms of Warner Brothers... Nostalgia, I guess. I'd already, um, you know, ex- I'd already found out about Batman and everything like that. So that was sort of my my nostalgic childhood and everything. Um, but this film is, I can't even really say. I mean, it's good in overall. It's fine. There's some scenes that don't really work at all, and then there's some stuff that's pretty good. But if you mix the pretty good stuff with the stuff that's all right. I come to come to the conclusion that this film is just fine. Um, it's got a few really bright spots in it, but me saying a film has got some bright spots 
it, it isn't really me complimenting it. And I thought I liked this film more. Because, um, you know, obviously we started off with the discussion about, like, okay, Space Jam 2, New Legacy. I think Le- LeBron James is in that one. Um, and, like, okay, same concept, you know, human plays basketball with Looney Tunes. And then they try to do that to, like, win against these aliens or whatever. I, I think that's the same concept. Again, at the, at this moment in time, I haven't seen the second Space Jam film. Um, I've heard it's kind of just a big... Um, advertisement for HBO Max which is a very Warner Brothers thing to do Uh, it's interesting the amount of Warner Brothers references in this as well there's a particular scene I think it's Daffy Duck he literally turns around there's a Warner Brothers logo on his arse and he kisses it if that's not some sort of corporate thing I I don't know what is that's kind of a metaphor for Daffy Duck but yeah it's kind of a metaphor for Daffy Duck kissing the arse of Warner Brothers I suppose (laughs) I mean how else am I supposed to look at that um yeah and there's references to uh what was it I think there's a conversation that Daffy Duck and um Bugs have about um oh like I think they literally say like Disney making a team and calling it the Ducks or something obviously in reference to the Mighty Ducks and everything so there's there's a couple of corporate things going on in this film. I know that people have talked about with the second film it being kind of corporate focused and an ad for HBO Max and all that kind of stuff, but there's there's some stuff in this as well that that is very much kind of leaning on that. Um it kind of leans towards it, it, even now, even over like 20 years later. Um leans into what annoys me about Warner Brothers, which is you've got some really fantastic content and you've got things like the Looney Tunes, but the corporate entity of this company has never really been that great. Um, and this film oddly leans into that in a in a kind of a strange way. So, uh, but it's not like an advertisement for uh, Warner Brothers, really. It's just kind of a I don't know. I, I I it's it's strange. So that was that that wasn't something that was particularly good or particularly bad. Just more that I would label as kind of strange. Um, so yeah, you've got, again, like I said, there's not, there's not a lot here. You've got Michael Jordan and he's needed by the Looney Tunes and they can kind of bridge, like, uh, the different worlds or whatever. And, uh, Michael enters the, uh, 2D, I think it's a 2D world, like the Warner Brothers world. And he gets kind of talked to by the Looney Tunes and... Uh, they say that they need him for certain things with like basketball and whatever. So that's really kind of strange. One of the, a couple of things I need to touch upon. Obviously, um, Lola Bunny. Sorry, L- Lola Bu- Lola Bunny is going to be a point. But um, Pudi Le Pew, P- I think his name is, um, was removed. I think from the second film from New Legacy. Um, he's got one scene in this film, which is about two seconds long in fact i forgot about the character's existence until he popped up um i guess it's more of his attitude in the looney tunes cartoons as opposed to the space jam film um but you didn't really need to remove him from the second film you could have just kind of again he makes like a two second cameo in this i don't remember any other scenes like he popped up in this film and i was like oh yeah it's pewdie le pew um and that 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 was it. Like, I I think it was a I think it was a scene with him on the bench. 
for the basketball team or something. Um, I mean, in terms of, like, uh, other stuff regarding, you know, the animation and, uh, other stuff, it is very sort of slapstick. Obviously, this is far, far, far from a realistic basketball game. You've got all sorts of, like, cartoonish stuff happening, and it kind of works. It It's alright. It's, it's kind of good in some ways. Strangely, e- even though this film is very, very short... I think it's got some pacing problems. I think that the first uh, 35 minutes or so are really strangely paced. And something that kind of almost gets in the way. And I, I can't figure out its purpose. Is this other basketball team that we've got in this. Which is Michael's. I think his. I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with American basketball. Uh, but it's like his basketball team or whatever, and they they'll get taken over or they they get their like talent sucked out of them or whatever it is. Um, it I I mean, it's more so these little aliens can take their skills and they can uh compete in basketball and become the the monsters or whatever, and then so that they're taller and bigger and stronger so that they can play basketball. Um, so, yeah, um, but, um, all all the scenes with, like, these players trying to figure out what's wrong with them, I mean, if you, if you edit those parts out, that's another ten minutes that's gone from this, so this is kind of almost just a long episode of, like, TV, like a TV film sort of special, um, yeah, just just really weird. Um with how I mean, I get that they, I may, I mean maybe I guess they wanted to put an explanation as to uh what the team would do if they lost their talents because they go through like a medium and all this other kind of stuff and uh that I mean that that just feels out of place because you you've already got two arguably you've already got two A plots, which is the Looney Tunes um, and the basketball stuff, and then Michael B. Michael, I must say Michael B. Jordan, Michael Jordan's um, ties to it, and like getting him in the game and stuff, and like showing a bit of his childhood at, at the start, and like his great base, uh, not baseball, basketball career, and then it not really working out for him in baseball, um, and then you introduce this like B plot with the basketballers and they're trying to figure out like they go to hospitals and all this other kind of stuff and they go to figure out um what's wrong with them but it doesn't fit in with anything else like i i get why it's there but it doesn't fit in with anything else um i mean like like what difference would it have made if the the scenes that we got with the basketball players if you take those out and then at the end of the film, it's like, oh yeah, you can just touch this ball and get all your talent back, um, and nobody questions it either. <laughs> like how why that works that way, um, I don't know. It's it's strange. I suppose like the Looney because the Looney Tunes are established like in the normal world, the Looney Tunes are established as kind of a normal thing. Like kids watch the cartoons because you see when they're in the house, uh, Bugs and uh, Daff- uh, uh, Daffy Duck. Um, 
the, and then and they're trying to get Michael's um trainers and whatever in his shorts and the kids like instantly know who who they are cuz obviously they were shown watching the cartoons and stuff so i guess that's cool but like how widespread is i like maybe i'm thinking about it too much or whatever again this this is kind of one of them films where you can have just dumb fun with it and like hey looney tunes basketball and michael b jordan that's that's really cool but and I guess this that is what this film tries to do because there's just not a lot else here. There, there really isn't. So, Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Anyway, so move on from some of that. Uh, talk about Loda Bunny as well. Obviously, she was, um, the phrase I believe is desexualized in um, the second film. She had her like... Uh, tits made smaller or whatever it was again I haven't seen the second film I've only seen the trailer so I don't know how all of that plays out yet Um, no problem with that for me like okay she's a bunny and stuff and it doesn't really like it's not going to make a difference with the plot I'm pretty sure Um, but yeah she's she's kind of over sexualized in this film and you can be into whatever you're into but you're talking about a cartoon bunny so it's like uh, i i mean the, the main question i've got is okay why did you sexualize the character like it i mean it's a love interest for, for bugs bunny and you get obviously the bit at the end where bugs gets crushed by one of the monsters and lola kisses him and he's all fine after that but um like from her intro scene and where she's like I like basketball and she starts like playing basketball and and then like when she comes out onto the uh, basketball court for the big match and there's like the sexy silhouette or whatever of her 
you could have done you could have still had Lola as bunnies because obviously they're both bunnies and they like each other and whatever and there's obviously the kiss and stuff like that you could still have done all that without the strange like over sexualization of the character and I'm just gonna say like you know if you if you find the character interesting or attractive or whatever it doesn't really make a difference to me if you're in, you're into whatever you're into um so whatever but like it doesn't again i'm thinking about like things that benefit this the plot of this or like the characterizations and stuff and that there's I, i'm sitting there trying to think of okay was it to get men more interested in this film um because yeah you don't need to like sexualize the character in the way that you did in order for bugs to be attracted to her because i think he probably would have anyway but it's sort of like okay she enters the room she's got all the eyes on her and everyone's going kind of crazy and stuff and like the way she walks and whatever and then you know you've got um the uh was it the sexy silhouette and stuff later on with um like her shadow and whatever and everyone's like um doing the uh i can't remember what it's called but it's a particular whistle i can't remember that yeah it has got a name to it but i can't remember the name of it and everyone's sort of doing that but she never kind of i mean the only the only thing she kind of mentions with that is don't ever call don't call me doll because uh, she says that to bugs at one point and she says that to one of the monsters as well because uh, she likes kicks his head or whatever and she scores a goal with the basketball so um i'm interested to see how that plays out in the second film um but yeah it was fine but really kind of unnecessary so and I'd, i'm not seeing the benefits of 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 that apart from certain really really obvious things uh there's no massive sort of benefit to that or, or whatever so anyway uh that's lola bunny if you like her in whatever way shape or form cool it's not going anything to it's not going to hurt me or anybody else in any particular way so and if you don't like the character that's also fine i suppose uh bill murray's in this film which is kind of cool he makes sort of a, a cameo appearance of sorts um well not really a cameo i mean he's in, he's in a good portion of it but then obviously the uh main portion of it is um he retires with a perfect game i guess because he wins the game he's uh, like undefeated and then he chooses to retire and stuff. Um, it was cool to see him in there. There's, there's not much to, to really add with his character. I like Bill Murray. He's cool. Um, you know, we've seen him in Ghostbusters and things, which is which is good. Um, you got Wayne Knight as Stan. Uh, I don't think Stan's character really works in this. He is one of these characters that is used for people to stamp all over. Um, and is, he's kind of the joke of the film, because, like, he finally gets the opportunity to play basketball, and he gets squashed, and then he, like, gets inflated and everything, so, whatever, um, I guess that's supposed to be funny, there was very, like, there's a lot of, obviously, Looney Tunes are supposed to be funny, I'm trying to think, because I just watched this, actually, and I just, you know, went on my laptop and start, laptop and started recording, I can't think of anything that made me laugh. There's a few like Looney Tunes things that made me smile. You know with the Looney Tunes theme tune. And like them being on screen. It made me smile a bit. But 
I don't remember actually laughing at anything. Um, it was just, just for me, it was the case of, okay, I'm waiting for this film to get going. I'm waiting for the Looney Tunes to get properly introduced, because that takes some time as well. Because you've got, obviously, the main villain and whatever. And all these little, uh, little monsters and stuff. And, um... The film spends some time introducing them, and then spends some time in introducing Michael. Um, th- this is kind of one of them films where, like, the payoff for the setup isn't really that rewarding, um, and I find that disappointing because, from my memory, I suppose it's a bit more of a nostalgic memory-ish. Um, I mem- remember liking this film more than what I did now. Uh, but over the years, I've heard various different people be like, oh, you know, Space Jam isn't that great, and this new film isn't going to be that great. And I remember thinking, like, no, I remember enjoying Space Jam. I remember it being pretty good. Like, it's Looney Tunes playing basketball. What what was what was wrong with it? And, you know, sometime, it's been at least probably 10 years since I've seen this film, if not longer. Again, I don't know if I rewatched it before or see, like, sort of parts of it and whatever. Um... But I suppose my earlier childhood memory of it is better than what it is now. Because it's not that great. Um, and I'm, I am disappointed by that I suppose. So, um, But for me this isn't the case of like I was blinded by, the, I was blinded by the nostalgia. And now I realise I don't like. I mean I wouldn't say I don't like the film. Again it's just it's fine. Um, I like parts of it. But this isn't a case where, okay, I was blinded by nostalgia and now I realise what this film's like because I didn't really have nostalgia for it in the first place. Um, I just saw... It's a bit of a different childhood thing where I remember liking it as a child or however old I was. I was probably quite young. Um, I was probably not any older than about uh, 10 or so maybe when I saw this. Maybe a little bit older. Um, and I remember liking it, so it just it just doesn't really hold up in in any particular way. Um, so, but I'm I'm kind of really nervous now because the, the I mean, sure, different opinions are different opinions, but the things I've heard about how bad the second film is and like they don't really play basketball and all this kind of stuff, I'm nervous to check that out to check that out in a couple of days' time. But I suppose with the difference with that is I'm ready for, for, to go in and think like this is not going to be very good. Um, some people have been like, oh it's trash, it's terrible. And I don't think it will be that bad. But given that I thought this film was better than what it was. And I don't think it's that great anymore. And I'm hearing from lots of different people that the second one is like oh it's much worse than the first. And it's just a big HBO Max advert and... Like these weird background cameos I'm hearing about and all this kind of stuff. It's sort of like, what am I in for with the second film? And it's it's longer as well. I think. I mean, you can't really get much shorter than an hour and fifteen. So yeah, um, just a bit other bits and pieces on this as well. Um, director Joe Pitka, uh, P Y T K A. Probably pronounced that wrong. Um, box office 250 million USD and budget of 80 million so they made the money back and stuff which is which is cool um, yeah that's that's kind of my review for, for Space Jam really um, it's not great I don't know if I'll watch it again I've still got the second one to, to go through but I, I, I'll, I'll end on a bit I want to I end on a bit of a positive note which is I really like the idea 
of having animated characters mixed in with live action characters. You had it with Sonic, you had it with Detective Pikachu, and you've got it with Space Jam here. I really, really do like that idea a lot. Um, but it that that's 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 not a problem here. That's like one of the better things of the film. It's just a very bland plot with weird corporate ass kissing, literally, in a way, and just a strange setup or like a slow slow paced setup, a poor structure and not much else. Like there's there's just not much else here. So um and a strange unnecessary sexualization of a bunny character uh in a way so anyway yeah that's my thoughts on space jam pretty much um if you've gone back and rewatched it or if you're going to go and rewatch it or whatever whatever the case may be uh, again I, again i've probably by the time you're hearing this i've probably seen the second film but i haven't at the moment so look out for a review of that if you're curious on how my thoughts ended up for that particular film uh, but if you want to let me know your thoughts on Space Jam or the sequel, you can send those in as well. That's that's fine. Um, you can let me know. Uh, Matthew Entertainment Talk dot org, Twitter E Talk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think of uh, Space Jam, the nineteen ninety six film, and the new Legacy as well, the twenty twenty one film. Um, makes me think we probably won't get another Space Jam because um, the second one's not received all that well. Uh, I mean, just a couple of quick little... Not that these mean too much now, but a couple of quick little ratings things. Uh, IMDb, 6.5 out of 10. This is for the first film. Rotten Tomatoes, 45%, which is quite low. And Metacritic, 59%. So no- nothing particularly glowing from either of those three. Uh, of course, some people would say, like, oh, that's the critics doing whatever. So, um, yeah, let me know what you think. Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. Uh, contact page information in your show notes. Uh, I'm kind of just sitting there, be like, eh, this is just fine. It was fine, you know. Um, and I'm expecting little to nothing for the the next film. Um, so we'll see. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the rest of the content that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester Network podcasts. So take a look at all those uh, on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Just search for Entertainment Talk on there. Uh, if you like what you've heard, you want to support more of it, get involved, all that kind of stuff, um, you can just tell, tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds, tell them what we do and where they can find us and all that sort of stuff. Uh, social media, share the posts around, you know, that kind of stuff as as well. Just general word of mouth and social media really helps out. Uh, Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Uh, if you like your up-to-date and reliable TV and film news, David's got you covered over on Geek Town, Geek Town, the code EK and Geek Town Radio. Uh, that's for your TV and film news. Geek Town Radio is on Tuesdays. Uh, Bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow over there. You can follow me on Twitch as well, UK for all of that. Um, for my Twitch streams. And if you want to find them archived later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays for all of that. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.